0: Hey, hey, as we cruise into the end of 2023, we want to take a moment to thank you for all of your help and support as NerdCognito continues to grow. We've had a lot of folks transition over to the YouTube channel, the growth on the core big show podcast that's this daddy has been exceptional and people have supported the show through things like Checkmark Hero and our Gatekeeping is Good t-shirts. Hey, heads up, if you're on Amazon today, make sure to pick up a Gatekeeping is Good t-shirt. We know that that light at the end of the tunnel is going to burn out soon and if you want to get a limited edition now is the time to do it but regardless we appreciate our community and want to give a heartfelt thanks to everybody that has supported us in the past year we know it's sometimes not easy to do that (laughs) and i personally don't make it easy sometimes but it is genuinely appreciated and we are looking forward to rolling Nerd Cognito out in 2024 and growing with you, our Nerd Cognito Nation. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Nerd hey, 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 everybody. It is I, Ryan David. Happy. <laughs> Happy New Year! Well, we we hope you had a spectacular Christmas, if you celebrate, or just a good holiday, a couple of days off, if you don't. And we're rolling into the new year, 2024. It's hard to believe that uh, 2023 is gone, because it seems like just yesterday, some of the giant things in our corner of the hobby were taking place, and that was at the beginning of the year. Holy smokes, I can't believe it. Uh, it's been an interesting year and an interesting ride for sure. And along with me on that ride, <laughs> my two co hosts. Kyle, what's going on this week?
1: Hey. Man, I thought the world was supposed to end or something in, like before 2024. What happened?
0: Uh, it depends on what book you read, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's been a it's been an interesting year, Kyle. It sure has been an interesting year and it's not looking like uh things are slowing down at all. It's it's yeah, just Man, that's
1: all right. We we can do
0: it. We yeah, we're hand. breaking out of the treeline and and coming into the open for the end of the year. And, and hey, what's that on the other side of the meadow? Hey, it's a bert coming
2: through the woods. Hey Bert. Hey Ryan. Never leave the safety of the tree line. Just a tip. That is true. You
0: never know when a leprechaun's going to try to snipe you some Saturday. So <laughs> um, I uh, uh I I look back at this year, guys, and it's pretty good. Pretty pretty good, <laughs> if I could uh, invoke uh, my inner Larry David on that one. It wasn't a bad year. There was a lot of bad stuff that was like, oh, my goodness, I can't believe this. I'm shitting my pants. Hasbro, what are you doing? Uh, Dungeons and Dragons is dead. Gatekeeping is good. But all in all, our portion of the things that we love, I think, has come out of it stronger. And and I think that's one of the things we're going to talk about today. We are going to, since Christmas is just in the rearview mirror, invoke... Kyle, yeah, this was your idea. Uh, and I'm going to give you credit yeah. for it because clearly okay. you have a hard-on for Dickens. This is like the third or fourth <laughs> time that you've mentioned specifically a Christmas carol. But we're going to look at... Well, tell tell the people what we're going to do.
1: Well, we're gonna break the show down into into three parts. It's gonna be like the ghosts of past, present, and future from a Christmas Carol that who visited Scrooge. And so we're gonna start off with a reflection on the on the past year, uh, from a more personal perspective. I mean, not so much from a news perspective. And then of course we'll do the news, where uh which would be the present, obviously. And then the the end will be the ghost of Christmas future, but who knows what, what the future brings. So I'm not Quite going to tell you right now what (laughs) what we're going to do right there.
0: Sounds like a good plan, eh, Bert? Definitely. I'm up for it. Before we dive into the ghost of the past, being the past year, 2023. Anybody have any uh, good gaming tales to, to sort of brighten our spirits? A heads up, for for those of you that are listening, if we sound a little lethargic because of the holiday, we're recording a little bit early. and A little bit early, as in I still have coffee. So <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> um,
0: what, what's, what's going on in your gaming world, Bert? You looking forward to Friday? I'm looking forward to Friday. Going to kill you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey i look forward to any game day i can get man i had uh, a couple this past week did a board game night playing uh beyond the sun and then we almost had a uh real dire situation yesterday in our pathfinder group got uh ambushed by some leveled up trolls and almost got killed
0: yeah (laughs) uh dm was mad at somebody huh you guys are
2: only what first second level at that point oh no we're six now but the trolls all had like barbarian levels and cleric oh they they
0: gave the monster classes nice 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 uh that minotaur you fought had a class in case you were wondering (laughs) uh thank goodness you didn't drop your ass that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> well, no, Kyle, in in our game um, that last happened, uh, there was a, a minotaur that crawled out of the trog hole, right? He was sort of the sure. de facto leader of the trogs, and uh, yeah. he had no weapon, but he was a classed minotaur. So Bert did have a weapon, and if Bert would have dropped that axe that Minotaur would have dropped the entire party. The the, the balancing, you know, I'm not big on, on encounter balancing because that doesn't really exist. Right. But the balancing factor for me, um, I, I guess to justify throwing it at them because it was kind of one of those situations where 80% are going to fight, right? First encounter right out of the box. Um, right. By the time the Minotaur made his appearance, it was probably going to be a fight. Although... Bert will attest it was not necessarily a combat encounter. There was a non combat resolution to it, right? There was. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but man, if he got a hold of an axe, TPK, <laughs> man. <laughs> TPK. Uh, Kyle, I know your week this past week has been incredibly busy with life stuff. Um, any yeah. gaming thoughts? Uh, gaming thoughts. I,
1: yeah, I have a lot of thoughts all the time. I, just, <laughs> <laughs> no, I have enough. thoughts
0: too, but that's what gets me in trouble because they come out of my mouth. So,
1: right um, now, I mean, I, you know, I, I've got ideas and, you know, I, I'm hoping that someday I'll have the opportunity to actually do something
0: with those ideas. Oh, that's good. I, I, the village of Greenhaven is going to be right. finished up this week and submitted to drive through Now, they are in, from what I understand, just from talking to everybody. Uh, I was talking to Venger uh, before Inappropriate Characters uh, a couple weeks ago. And they, in their review process, are incredibly slow right now. So I don't know if they've had some cuts as well or if they're just backlogged with releases. So I don't know when it's going to make its appearance, but it, it should be submitted sometime this week. So okay. I'm looking forward to that. And, and look, it's, I guess, technically, technically, because Aura's ain't ready for primetime yet. It's the first RD publication. Right.
2: Bert, did I tell you about this? Um, you mentioned it that you were thinking about putting it together. yeah, but you, you I never I, told me that you put it out.
0: I got some encouragement from some f- friends in the hobby. And specifically, the one that put me over the edge. I'm going to give credit where credit is due is manwar, right? Um mm-hmm. He is uh, someone that I think has a lot of good insights and thoughts and perspective, and just a general fan of the hobby. So shout out if you're listening. Uh, But he said, no, this is the type of thing that everyone can use and everyone can need and all good DMs have on their shelf because you never know when, poof, you need a village or down the road, poof, you need a dungeon and you just don't have time for it. So uh, he said, if you've got the work done and all it is is layout and art, and really that's what it is, the work is all done, it's just layout and art. He goes, put it out, Uh, I know I would buy it. And I said, "All right, uh, I'm gonna do it, and I'm gonna do it cheap, cheap, cheap. Um, I haven't decided on the final price point yet, but it is going to be less than two dollars for sure, and probably right. less less than a dollar. I'm looking at ninety nine cents if that's feasible, because I want it to be something that everybody can just grab. I want it to be cheaper than an app. So, I um, hmm. well, congratulations." Aye, aye. Yeah, I'm I'm I am excited. Uh the art's taking longer than I expected because I don't think it's a secret. My art engine is very skewed right now for auras and I had to de aurify it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um yeah. and, but that's okay. Uh, in the grand scheme of things. I, I'm I'm just looking forward to it and I hope that it's a good system agnostic drop in. For uh, any good Dungeon Master, so um, you guys will have to check it out. Yes. All right, Jacob Marley. Screw. We we were... Screw. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was just remembering how in the book um, it was this horrifying, you know, they... He dropped the, the chin strap and the jaw, if I'm remembering correctly, like dropped down to his chest, and it was a horrifying depiction of it. And in the movies, okay. it always just looked like someone was staring at stripper tits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. the, Ryan, Ryan. <laughs> my least favorite ghost, the ghost of Christmas past, is, is, is our first ghost. So we are looking at the ghost of 2023 past. So everything that has happened over this past year in our personal spheres, you know, this is this is not a shouting at the sky episode. This is we're really going to get a little uh, intimate. <laughs> Ready, Kyle? Okay. We're getting intimate. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But Bert, I'm going to. Uh, you always like to play cleanup. I'm going to put you on the spot and make you go first. 2023. What do you think was the most significant contribution to your gaming whatever in this past year?
2: Well, I mean, 2023 has been a great year for me gaming wise. I think that probably the most, uh, you know, the thing that's closest to my heart right now is the founding of my new group. I discovered a new system. I got a chance to run it with some people who were really excited about it. They keep coming back to the table, so you really love this group, man. <laughs> hey, uh, you know the you know the formation of a new group. A lot of them aren't really seasoned players, not tabletop guys. So, you know, they're think of it like uh, I, I you know adopted a new group into the hobby, and it's been uh, just really fun and exciting for me.
0: No, I think that the the transition to uh, a new system for anybody can be very make or break, right? And if it's not a good experience, then like um, Fallout's Modiphius, right? That's 2D20. Mm -hmm. If you don't have a good experience with that, that's going to wipe out their product line for you as a player down the road, right? Oh, we played Fallout. It's the same basic mechanics. That was no good. I don't want to play whatever it might be that comes down the road. So I think it's a good thing. That that you discovered that, especially you know, looking at the year in hindsight. um, And I'll talk about this when it gets to be my turn. But this really was sort of the grand finale for an era of gaming, at least for me. And um, to experience and discover a new system with a publisher that still hold your nose tolerable that's great man because that opens up a lot of doors for you and your groups down the road um going to run blade runner <laughs>
2: Gonna uh, run I, Alien. <laughs> I, I really want to run Blade Runner, but actually, one of the guys from my new group actually talked to me about if I want to take a week off, he wants to do a one shot of Conan for the new group. Oh
0: well, Modifius' Conan was probably the best interpretation that was out there. So I, I bless it. Tell him he has RD's blessing, like that matters. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, what was your twenty twenty three? past pleasure. <laughs> Why do you got to say it like that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's not
3: my um, fault
0: you have a
1: dirty mind. Well, you know, okay. You're okay, I'm going to get sappy. I'm going to get sappy. You know what, you know what the biggest thing for me personally for 2023 was as far as relate anything related to the hobby or the, or the or the nerdy stuff we're into. Shoot. Being invited on to become part of the show.
0: I'll oh, stop it. Stop. No, no, seriously.
1: No, seriously. Because, I mean, nobody knew who I was, you know, and I'm out here on Twitter and I'm putting out my shit takes on stuff. And,
0: <laughs> I loved, by the way, before I even got a formal introduction to you, I loved your shit takes on stuff. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and, you know, and then and then you invited me on. I was like, yeah, you know what? We'll give this a whirl. And it turned out well. And, I and, you know, I people kind of started to figure out, okay, okay, this is this is this guy this is this is who he is and it i've got new friends i've got more perspective on things that's the big thing about it is through the through the friends and the followers and the interaction that i've received is i'm aware of a lot more like games gaming styles approaches to solving particular problems as a dm or a player things like that and so it's i mean it's it, it has been a, a, a it's it's spurred growth i think i think it certainly gives me the opportunity to think about stuff and to share it with people who are receptive
0: that that's really the the best thing you know everyone said oh you're being sticky you're nerd cognia nation no no being able to to be part of a tight-knit like-minded we don't always agree on everything right Correct. Uh, yeah. community Not though sure. and and you know i hate that word because it's fucking tainted now. Sparkle trolls have have co-opted it. But our Nerd Cognito Nation really does bring all of those things. They bring perspective. They bring opinions. They bring new ideas. Um, I think that that's the bread and butter of the speakeasy. Not that I don't love the core show. I love this, the main show. This is Nerd Cognito. This always will be Nerd Cognito. But the speakeasy has a totally different vibe because of the diehard members of the Nerd Cognito Nation. And it just keeps growing and growing and growing. So, uh, Kyle, right. and you're a big part of that, right? Uh, I'm more than pleased that you said yes, uh, that you wanted to, to possibly be part of the show because you do bring some perspective and insights. And, um, you know, personally, I gained a really good friend. Uh, since yeah. since we partnered up, and I I appreciate that. I know, right? Look at us being all nice, man.
2: Fuck, where are my <laughs> panties? <laughs> you guys, you guys, feeling okay? Oh. Like Ryan's being nice to people. That's always a scary thing. Yeah. And, uh,
0: it's it's true though, as as sappy as it may be. That um, did, did. I don't even know if we should talk about where Kyle and I've got our former introduction. um Did we ever tell you that story, Bert? No, I don't think so. Uh, Kyle and I used to sit in on a panel show uh, on YouTube. Oh, okay. um, Kyle and I also used to be unable to fully express ourselves on said panel show.
2: (laughs) Well, that's never a problem here.
0: No, no, and it was it, this isn't a knock on on that show either. It's just it was a very busy and it was a full panel show, right? Uh-huh. So, um, it, and it wasn't our show. It wasn't our deal. I'm not gonna step on the host. I, I consider that host a friend of ours even to this day. Um, yeah, but I knew I mean, that there was more. And I knew in the limited interactions that we had on the show, that that Kyle would be a good fit and at my and at that point in time I was thinking you know rotating co-host and it uh, didn't work out that way because Kyle was a perfect fit and um the the thing that brought me to Kyle believe it or not is Kyle is probably the most genuine human being that I know what you see is what you get it's nothing is hidden for good or for bad. And I really appreciated that because at that period of time, I was really, really, really getting pissed off at the masks that people were wearing in our role playing specific sphere. And, uh, right. Kyle was able to come in with no mask and I, it really breathed a, new life into my perspective so that's good thing all right (laughs) we're done with the circle jerk (laughs) well no
1: when we were on that panel show Bert here's here's the here's when I knew that I was like okay Ryan and I we our personalities would work well together uh and then he invited me and so I, I decided to accept but it was the moment when and I don't remember what the conversation was but he said something and I responded back I said Ryan shut your whore mouth and he started laughing, like <laughs> just just bust out dying laughing right there on the air. And that's when I knew, it was like, if he can get that joke, then then he's then he's the guy that you know that we we can get along. We and there were two or
0: three cause... levels to that joke too. I don't remember what it was about, right. but I know that I don't it wasn't just shut your whore mouth. There was it was it was <laughs> right built in. And so I was like, yep, right, yep, yep. this is gonna work. <laughs> that's when I that's when I knew. That's when I knew. Okay. All right. All right. Um. Let's let's start being mean again.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Screw you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Sparkle trolls. Goddamn.
1: Sparkle trolls ruin uh, everything. Hey,
0: we haven't even been mad at the sparkle trolls lately. Here's the thing with the sparkle trolls: they've gotten into a predictable pattern in 2023. For and this is good for us, and I think good for the hobby too, because. People are growing tired of it, right? Uh, this isn't my uh, pick, but maybe it's my pick. I mean, It's supposed to be a personal pick, but they are so predictable. They're telegraphing every move that they make, and that is taking any power that they had from their arguments away to the extent that people are willing to go the other way on an argument. And I, I no fan of what Goodman has done in recent months, right? But Goodman, when they realized that maybe removing Gygax from the text was not a smart move, right? Uh, they also realized that they were able to just put it right back and the Sparkle Trolls didn't say a damn thing about it. So... Mm-hmm. um it could it be a turning point i don't think it's the turning point but i think it's a turning point where people are just tired of hearing the same bullshit over and over just hosed down to whatever the topic du jour may be yeah
2: <sighs> so. so let me throw something out there to you guys because the the i've been thinking about this for a little while you know when I was a gamer in high school, you know, you LARPers hated tabletop gamers and and sci-fi gamers hated fantasy gamers. And everybody's like, you're playing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. Do you think this is just sort of a natural, you know, outgrowth of that movement, but it's exploded because everybody has a voice on the internet now. No, I think it's, I think it's something bigger because
0: while LARPers are dumb, (laughs) (laughs) they can carry on and do their thing and i at some level don't give a shit don't care and here's the key i don't want to change what they're doing i'm not inserting my politics into what they're doing i'm not tearing down monuments of the past for what they're doing the same cannot be said for the sparkle troll the sparkle troll for lack of a better term is a political movement within the gaming hobby and that's the problem. Yeah, because I think it
1: was I think it was born from that Bert. I think it was born from that and it kind of evolved or grew into something else.
0: Hey, before sparkle trolls existed, I made fun of 5E players. You know this first game, <laughs> right? Yeah. Huh? yeah. Just yeah. Mike tried to get me to run 5E for probably 4 years. I was like, no, (laughs) uh, to the point where the five eBooks that I own that are on my shelf were purchased by just Mike in an effort to get me to run fifth edition. Um, but this was also pre sparkle troll, right? So there was always the, uh, you know, the, the clicks, right? The clicks are going to be the clicks, and that's going to exist and evolve over time. This is beyond the clicks. This is an insurgence. Mm, I don't know. Uh, 2023. I want to think about better things. Uh, yeah. What, what was my best thing from 2023?
2: Um. Oh, come on. You must have something, Ryan. I have have a lot.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I'm not even going to be incendiary. I was like, well, you know, I can throw out the foes there. Eh, I don't want to do that. Um, it It was a big deal because I think it shined a spotlight on a bunch of posers. But it wasn't the best. I'm looking at personal things. I think that my possibly best gaming moment of 2023 came out of something that was very negative and that was the OSR debacle, right? We're not going to revisit it. We know what happened. F wizards. But that and talking to creators and I specifically want to call out and thank Grim Jim. inspired me to dust off the notebook that was Aura's The Role Playing Game and seriously get started in translating this and reinventing it. And it's gone through major iterations, and it's a pain in the butt sometimes, but it's one of those pains in the butt that you like. I almost want to say I understand what the people that enjoy going to the gym feel (laughs) like. Because that's how I feel when I'm working on auras. But (laughs) I wasn't even going there. (laughs) But for me, understanding things about game design have made me a stronger player, made me a stronger DM. And Uh God willing, someday if this ever gets released... And the five of you that are going to buy it, I love you <laughs> because I'm, I'm, I have I have significant imposter syndrome when it comes to uh, the things mm-hmm. that I'm creating. It's one of the reasons why Haven is coming out, right? It, it's, it's to help me get over the hump. All right. But um, I enjoy what I'm doing with it, and I just wish I had more time to do it. Like if I could put mm-hmm. in... 40 hour week on or as it would have been back. But, you know, I'm not on disability somewhere in a Scandinavian na- nation. I, I don't have that time. I still have a nine to five. I still have responsibilities to family and, and things like that. So it is a slow process. Um, I don't like this year that things with it happened that were not positive. You know, I had to rush out that preview copy.
2: I wasn't happy
0: with that preview copy getting rushed out, but there was a legitimate nuts and bolts reason to secure the copyright that I had to get that out. Um, but even with the bad, the good far, far outweighs it because mentally I've grown. And even if the, let's say, you know, sky falls and it never gets released. I have that perspective. And so, um, I I I I just dig doing it. Plus, you know, yeah. I I've expanded other skills with it. Um, I don't know what to say. I mean, it is, again, is that a cheesy answer? Probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the opinion piece on the 6 o'clock news. Hey, Kyle went sappy, Bert went to fallout, and Ryan David went to cheese. Oh, I don't know. Maybe it's a cheesy answer. I don't know. Well, It's all in the past, man. It is. It is. What's not in the past is the present. I... <laughs> and, and there's in- my typical reaction to the present right yeah jesus what's- we
1: gotta do the news we gotta do the news so what's what's in the news Ryan?
0: well i want to open with what may be a correction to something we talked about last week last week we talked about a story that was put out by a streaming personality. and A significant streaming personality that had broken rumors before. But I'm not sure he was entirely correct now. And so doing due diligence, um, I want to address the whole Warhammer 40K stuff in Amazon. Uh, we talked about last week how stuff had leaked indicating that it may not happen. Right. Well... This nudged Amazon Studios enough to make a full announcement regarding their contract, both with Cavill and with Games Workshop, involving 40K. Games Workshop and Amazon have announced a deal with Amazon Studio where Games Workshop has signed over the rights to, quote, series, film, and more. To the Amazon Corporation. Means Games Workshop got fucking paid, boys. (laughs) Amazon Studios Uh has secured the global rights to the Warrior Hammer 40K universe. Actor Henry Cavill will act. This is from the Amazon release. Will act as star and executive producer. In multiple projects with one within what is being called the Warhammer 40K franchise. Okay, hmm. good for him. So the term franchise also implies lots of stuff. Lots of stuff, yeah. Oh yeah. And I like the fact that
1: Cavil's put in has has a maybe not completely in charge, but has a very influential position.
0: Uh, executive producer is about as high as you can get, unless it's right. one of those deals where there's like seven executive producers. Right. That's, yeah, that's,
1: that's the only thing. Yeah. yeah.
0: Cavill backed up the statement quote. I've loved Warhammer since I was a boy, making this moment truly special for me. The opportunity to shepherd the cinematic universe from its inception is quite the honor and responsibility. I couldn't be more grateful for all the hard work put in by vertigo, Amazon, and Games Workshop to make this happen. So he pretty much just said, without saying, that everything that leaked was bullshit. Um,
1: right. I'm glad. Absolutely. I'm glad because yeah.
0: he he deserves a break in 2024. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah. And it'll and you know maybe we'll actually get some really good content for a change.
0: I think right? if he has veto power. Yeah. It, that could be the difference because uh well we saw what happened with the witcher season 3 right it <laughs> fell off a cliff man not only yeah. with ratings but with presentation and story All right and that was because he quit fighting cuz the end was yeah. already there yeah. so uh good news um like i said i wanted to open with this because last week, and we did present it. You know, this is a streamer. This is what he's saying. This is supposedly a leak. But I want to, I want to put the right foot forward, and say yeah. this is what is officially being told. Um, and we know what's written in the history books is what sticks, and that's what Amazon chose to write. Mm-hmm. Uh, I took a took a spin out of the Twitter sphere this week. And dipped my toe into my favorite spot, which is Reddit. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh my god! Really? Yes. Why? Uh, not, not, not publicly. Because if they knew it was me on Reddit, I would get, you know, downvoted and banned into a crater. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but every once in a while, I lurk around there just to see what the true troglodytes of the hobby are doing
1: <laughs> you went to the trog hole
0: man you went i, went, the I, mean, I hole. did i went into the trog hole that's our new social media site Troghole.com <laughs> uh, <laughs> We we can get macrese to to point us in the right uh direction as far as a development team uh, i know some yeah. developers trog <laughs> troghole. What do you do? You fucking crater
2: shit. You don't upvote it. You downvote it. (laughs) I mean, from what I hear about Reddit, it's like uh, what Alec Guinness said about Mos Eisley Cantina in Star Wars. 100%. A greater hive of scum and villainy.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Except Mos Eisley was on the Good side of town. <laughs> <laughs> oh man!
0: And and Mas Isley still had some governing faction in in right. in Reddit. Yeah. The inmates are running the asylum. So yeah, yeah. Regardless, there was a big to do, and you know, <laughs> lots of trog arguing over what was your favorite first level spell. And why? And I think that this is a slam dunk, hands down. If you objectively look at it, there is one first-level spell across all editions of Dungeons & Dragons that is, without a doubt, the first-level spell, period. Magic Missile. Magic Missile. Right? Sleep. Sleep's not a first-level spell. Not anymore. Oh. Oh, not anymore. Not okay. anymore. Yeah. Okay. Um. But I'm old. I'm old. Huh? I'm old. <laughs> you are old. <laughs> but we'll, we'll give you a pass. You, you know, you had magic, all... Magic Missile. All the, uh, magic Read, miss- magic. Well, Read Magic. Read <laughs> Magic. Think about it. Magic Missile, as a first-level right. spell, is one of the few first-level spells that grows with your character. Yeah. And... I just... I don't so know. Still, People were dumping on magic missiles.
1: Still, still guaranteed damage. Still guaranteed,
2: guaranteed hit. hit. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So you don't have to make an attack roll. You don't. It's for any, it. Yeah, for any wizard, it's you know a go-to. And of course, being
0: Reddit, we've got things like oh, shield. Perfect on a spellcaster. Okay, that that's a reasonable argument, right? It was not. Upvoted at all. <laughs> yeah, um, Thunderwave, I killed 26 people at once with it. <laughs> uh, okay. Reddit's always good for a laugh. Uh, were they made of glass? Like, how does Thunderwave
2: kill people?
0: Well, you know, we don't need to roll damage, Bert. We just tell yeah. a story. We're just yeah, telling a story. Yeah. It's we're the rule of cool, man. It's the rule of cool. Um, but no, people were very much against Magic Missile. Huh? And I don't understand how. I mean, Bert, you, you, it didn't take you a quarter of a second. You're right no, Magic I mean, Missile. Magic Missile. I don't understand where it's coming from. Um, there's a lot of Magic Missile hate on Reddit right now.
1: Well, it's just—I mean, what? It's—it's—it's—it's it's, it's, it's the hipster bar, right? Reddit's like the hipster bar. They've got <laughs> to be—they've got to be—they've got be, to be cool, right? You—you you can't say what you know. Ninety-nine percent of the rest of the world's going to say it's like what you know. No, I only drink—I only drink the local IPAs, right? <laughs> you
0: know? Magic missile is such a grognard right. spell. This is a quote. Yeah. I can't imagine that anyone would want to get the taint of that style of play on their character. <laughs> yeah, why are you getting near my taint so don't worry about it? Oh, <laughs> well, I'm sure he would enjoy that, you know. <laughs> Give you the old taint tornado tongue twister.
2: Uh- <laughs> uh, Ryan. Now, uh. Yeah, I mean, do you think that that Sort of rabid response is an outgrowth of the group of people who want to, you know, remove combat from roleplay?
0: Yes. And, you know, looking at MCDM, this is the MCDM crew, right? Right. We don't. It is. Which is funny because Magic Missile always hits. So (laughs) you think that they would love it, but but they don't. Um, I, I don't know. They're definitely drawing a line where. It doesn't matter what you're playing or what the mechanic is or what your group has. That is something that the grognards do, so we can't do mm-hmm. it. Right. Period. Yeah. Hey, there's good that comes out of 5th edition, not a lot. But there's good. And if push comes to shove and the library burns and all that's left is 5th edition books, I'll play God.
2: it. Until you can make up your own system. (laughs) Until he publishes ours. (laughs) But I am not going to say, I'm
0: not going to do this because they do it. Gosh. Mm. Gosh. It's almost like, (laughs) it's almost like, you know, I'm not going to do this
2: because white men do it. (laughs) I I can't imagine Uh Now, this may be a controversial uh, opinion, but... A bird take that's um, controversial. Hit me. I can't imagine caring about what another person does enough to avoid it consciously.
0: Oh, people do it to the Saturday speakeasy all the time. (laughs) (laughs) There are discussions still behind the gilded walls about you must watch this stream and must not watch this stream. (laughs) It's a legitimate brain disorder Bert (laughs) and it it, it carries over to Reddit apparently because um yeah I don't care I'm not playing horse girl
2: right I mean I'm not playing it because it's you know not my thing I'm not not playing it because Ryan's playing it right you know
0: right that the the reason I'm not playing horse girl is because at the core jokes aside I would not enjoy playing horse girl. Period. Right.
2: Uh it's like I'm playing in your I'm playing in your campaign, Ryan. Do I know what's gonna happen to my character? I have a pretty good pretty no. strong idea. Yeah, but I'm still playing in it because I want to play the game. No,
0: how often can you predict disembowelment?
2: I mean I, I, never mind. <laughs> never
0: mind. Uh <laughs>
1: decapitation. <He> meant decapitation.
0: <laughs> Oh, boy. Anyway, I saw that,
2: and I had to get the hell out of Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me glad I live out here in the sticks. Yeah. What else is in the news, Ryan? Ah, we'll shift over to the
0: video game world. Um, okay. There is a JRPG that has vastly been overlooked despite being considered the best RPG of 2023 and winning Nintendo Life's Game of the Year Award.
2: Huh. okay. Okay. I mean, I like JRPGs. What's the game? The game is Octopath Traveler 2.
0: Huh, okay. I've, I've heard of it. I've heard of it. That's about all I can say about it. And, and that's and pretty much what everybody else is saying, too. And, it, and unfortunately for Octopath Traveler 2, it's a brilliant game. Now I can't say this from experience, because I play Doctopath Traveler one. And after about 120 hours, and only being by my guesstimate 40 to 50% through the game, even for someone that loves the grind, which I do, <laughs> other things caught my attention. Mm-hmm. So when Octopath Traveler 2 was released this year, I made a note of it. I said, oh, yeah, Octopath Traveler, good good game. And I kept moving right on. But apparently, I wasn't the only one. The best potential game that was released this year, being Octopath Traveler 2, is just, you know, lost in the background right now from sales and fan response so the premise is the same as the original game right you start as one of eight characters and they interchange jobs um the the characters do they all have a core job of course but as you as you level up you can add extra stuff to them um it is in what i think is the beautiful HD 2D style that Square has developed. Um, I really, really am a fan of of that presentation method. The graphics are much cleaned up. Uh, Square did ditch some of the pixelation, which was my main complaint from the first one. You know, in a world where we don't need to have pixel art anymore, we shouldn't have pixel art. You can still have old school art in a video game without showing pixels and and it they did ditch quite a bit of that but you know it it looks good it's it's an expansion of everything from the first one and it takes it to a much deeper gameplay level um
2: nobody playing
0: it nobody is playing it
2: (laughs) interesting considering your story about octopath traveler and you know obviously you lack focus but somebody like me who takes one game and plays it to completion i might have to pick it up I uh, here's
0: what happened with octopath traveler i i hit that point of saturation and i put it down for like six months and that was the kiss of death, deathbert because i couldn't get back right. into it right mm-hmm. I, I just couldn't so i do i yeah. I, I lack focus
2: yeah, I'm one of those weird guys. I buy one game, play it until I beat it, and then buy another game. Well, yeah,
0: you are, you
1: are a weird, Bert.
0: I guess does that. Um,
2: you could pick up <laughs> Octopath Traveler 1 and, and
0: start there because it's probably pretty cheap right now, I, I would imagine. Hold that thought. Let's see. Now, Octopath Traveler is half off on Steam and Epic, and you're a console gamer, so... Uh, I I don't know. I assume it's on the PlayStation store too, probably for half off. But if you, uh, want to play it on your PC, you can pick it up at Epic and then stack it with their 30% off coupon. So that would make it, it's all time low of, uh, just about, uh, you know, a, a cunt hair over 20 bucks. So, um, yeah. Uh, good good stuff so um you should check playstation network because i know that's where you would probably enjoy playing it the best and i will say this it's absolutely worth 30 bucks so
2: square
0: square stuff going more than half off doesn't happen either that's probably the rock bottom
2: price yeah i mean you were talking i mean i see what you mean for a new game that won all kinds of awards octopath traveler 2 is pretty inexpensive for most systems yep yep or you could just
0: jump to 2 if you're feeling froggy so look at that we gave Bird an idea for something to to whittle away all of that free time that he doesn't have (laughs) you mean when i'm not whittling when you're not whittling (laughs) right when i'm not whittling and last but not least in the news um, now that we gave Bert a game, we'll go back to Reddit. <laughs> oh, boy. What? What? Double Reddit week, Kyle. Oh, no. Advice oh. for a fifth edition game master who wants to switch to Pathfinder 2. Uh, this one's easy. Don't do it! And that's the news. <laughs> Play
2: the OSR. <laughs> there you go. I mean... If you're if you're gonna play with one of those systems, fine but you know it's all gonna be dependent on you know your players being able to make that conversion. I've jumped from one system to another. we've converted <laughs> characters from you know three to 3.5 or from you know uh, tried to recreate characters from old from one system in a different system it uh, it really depends on how flexible your group is.
0: Fifth edition to Pathfinder two. You're marching in the same rainbow parade. You're just letting your dick hang a little lower. That's that's
2: all it is. I am Ryan, Ryan, Ryan. <laughs> oh
0: boy. Oh boy. There's a shadow behind me, and it's got a bony finger, and it's pointing. It is time for the ghost of the future. Mm -hmm. We are going to talk about what our goals and or resolutions might be as it relates to gaming in 2024. But before we do that, I do want to take a moment to thank someone that is integrally important To our show, and that is our Checkmark Hero. Not only is Cinemander our Checkmark Hero, Cinemander is the Checkmark Hero of 2023. There's no better way to wrap up the ghost of the past and the present than to talk about Sin and how important the Checkmark Hero is. Sin was our Checkmark Hero for six months. In 2023, uh, that allowed the Nerd Cognito Twitter account to have that all-important blue check mark, and it meant that we got to mention Sin and encourage everybody to follow Sin at Cinemander C Y N N A M A N D E R on X slash Twitter for six months, and we <laughs> greatly, greatly appreciate it. Uh, it does mean a lot to the ladies that run the NerdCognito Twitter account. It helps boost our voice, and it gives a cute little blue check mark that drives Sparkle Trolls crazy, you know, because Mommy wouldn't give them $8, but you can give us $8. You can give us as little as 2 bucks and get a mention just like Cinnamander does very often. Go to nerdcognito.com, click on Be a Checkmark Hero at the top of the page, and you will find the link where every... Every penny, starting as little as two bucks, uh, helps, and you can sponsor that blue check mark. That way, the next time you hear checkmark hero, it could be you that we're thanking. Uh, thanks, Sin. We really appreciate it. Yes. You made the Twitter Absolutely. year of 2023 a better place, and that means a lot to us.
2: Yes. All right. Now, Ryan, do you realize that you just implied that Cinnamander is your mommy? I mean, (laughs) for the right amount of money.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Looking on the horizon, Mm. we all have goals, but as true nerds, we have to have gaming goals and things that we are looking forward to or anticipating or planning for in the year to come. And as we look at the future, I think it's pretty easy to identify what those things are, at least for me. Uh, what about you guys? What do you, th- what do you think about the
2: future of your personal gaming world in the coming year? Yeah, I mean, I'll jump off and get us started. That's fine. I have, uh, I have sort of three goals because I have a goal as a player, I have a goal as a game master, and then I have a personal goal for the upcoming year.
0: Look at how organized
2: um, you are. Uh, <laughs> they have day planners in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I have a lot of time to think out here. Yeah, you fair know, enough, nature fair isn't enough. loud. But uh, as a player, I'd like to be a uh, I, I think that I'm going to do a lot less. Uh, you know, Ryan, when we set up characters, I did a lot of ball busting. I busted your I busted your balls the entire two hours we made characters as well. You should it was I was overdue. But I think that uh, you know I'd like to take a little bit of a a step back from that and be more uh, you know more I'd be a little more accepting as a player in the upcoming year. Bert wants to be more Bertie. <laughs> yes, yes, yes,
0: Bert. You're Just, the most it, accepting one of the three of us. yeah someone could be like i had two gentlemen on each arm up to my elbows and you could be like well that's okay you know what what's your character class
2: (laughs) (laughs) as a as a person who's now been a game master for the last six months for uh certain campaigns i would like to um you know, keep my players engaged and prevent present them with some new challenges and maybe some new mechanics in the upcoming year And uh as a on a personal note I want to go back and resurrect some of those terrible old really crunchy systems from when I was a kid or in high school and see if I can actually get people to play them. Anyone want to join my shadow run campaign? no. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: here's Shadowrun specifically
0: if if you want me to, to go there I love the setting I hate the system
2: you yeah, don't like the D6 like, dice pool system I love the
0: setting and it's not the dice pool it's everything else that surrounds it right. um, I don't know it I, is that I'm not articulating that, it right it's go ahead Kyle
1: it's, it's yeah it's those obscure and Overly convoluted rules, you know. It's like, yeah, okay. These, uh, dice pools are fine. I don't mind a dice pool. I mean, that, that's that's perfectly fine. But I remember I bought that book. I don't own it anymore. But I the, the so this is when Shadowrun first came out. So it's first edition. Right. First edition Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what's been changed. And, and I'm like, I'm with Ryan. The, the setting is fantastic. the The idea behind it, the concept behind it, is great. Dice pool systems. I'm okay with those. But then read the example of combat mm-hmm. it's in yeah. that right and it's like okay combat's going to take four hours <laughs> you know to, to resolve it's just it's just, you know it's it's like the twilight imperium <laughs> of, of, of rpgs it's just too complicated man i mean i don't i don't mind some crunch but i thought I thought Dragon Quest was bad back in the day until I read Shadowrun. I was like, oh, <laughs> Dragon
0: Dragon Quest was rules light. <laughs> Kyle, do you want to go second or you want to clean up? <laughs> I don't want to clean up. <laughs> no, nobody wants to clean up. Uh, nobody ever ever wants to clean up.
1: Uh, you know, I, I guess I guess my goal uh, for the future is I would I would like to get back to either playing or DMing again, it's probably going to have to be online. I'd prefer for it to be in person. That's probably not going to happen um, be, because I really haven't had the opportunity. I would, you know, Hopefully I would get some more time to be able to do those sorts of things that, that I enjoy. And then also I have a goal too is I, I also want to get published and I've got some stuff that I've been working on here and there and because of life and other things going on, I haven't had the time to dedicate to it as much as I'd like and I'm not going to make a resolution because I, I just generally don't believe in doing new year's resolutions but I'm hopeful that maybe I can work some things out and spend some time on those things that I really enjoy more
2: I think that's great I mean you know do you want to uh and I, I think you're right. You know, set a resolution, then it, you're just setting yourself up for disappointment if you don't make right. it. Right. Whereas yeah. if you just take steps to make something happen, or you know, set achievable goals and move forward, I think you've got the right idea there, Kyle. I think yeah. I'd love to see what you're working on. Yeah, uh,
1: it's it's like that old joke um, about I'm going to open up a I'm going to open up a business, and for the first two weeks, it's called resolutions, and for the first two weeks of the year, it's a gym. <laughs> and then after the first two weeks of the year, it turns into a bar and r- bar and grill.
0: <laughs> you know, I, uh, that, I, I would just go generally there don't keep for resolutions. Fifty of the fifty-two weeks of the year. <laughs> 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 that no, it's it's true. Uh, I can't tell you. um, We're going to see all of this stuff, especially in the socials, right? I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna you know, quit eating pizza, I'm going to quit eating tacos, I'm going to quit eating pussy. And then, you know, three (laughs) weeks later, it's gone. So, um, you're right, nobody sticks to it. So, Uh, well,
1: I mean, some people do, but I too lack focus.
0: Right. I do, I do. I know I do. 2024. I want to get back to And this is a a recent thought for me. I want to get back to establishing a solid core campaign in in gaming. We've done a lot of flitty stuff in 2023. We haven't had one of those all-nighters. You know what I'm talking about? the three, four, five-year campaign, The, the, the one where you know people are going to show up, you know people are going to be vested. And I think that what I unintentionally started last week with my core gaming group was the beginning of that. I wish I had time to do a laundry list of things in 2023. Or excuse me. 2024 but sadly i i can't fight the calendar man right if i get auras out in 2024 then i'm satisfied because that was my original timeline right if i get my core group back into a regulated campaign then i'm satisfied but i also know that No matter how many other things that I may want to list, I'm just fighting the calendar and I can't win that battle. So I'm going to keep it very simple and very focused on those two big items. Um, Selfish, maybe, but that's okay because it's personal resolutions, right? Um, That's right. (laughs) As far as Nerd Cognito goes... I can't say much, right? Our growth pattern has been exceptional in 2023. I want that to continue, and I'm gonna keep working just as hard on that as I always have. Um, So that's part of fighting the calendar. Could I do less? Could I take a backseat to streaming and doing games and, and talking online just to focus? I probably could. But it wouldn't do us any favors, um, you know. I like what we do. Is is much as sometimes it's a slog. You guys see me right? <laughs> Some weeks <laughs> I'm like a zombie over here, and yeah. uh, you you just have to you have to do it. But when it when it comes down to it, and we're in it, I love every minute of it. So I'm going to keep going. So that's yeah. that's where I'm at. Look, sappy happiness again. <laughs>
1: it's okay. It's okay. Let's let's end things on a on a high positive note, right, Bert?
2: Right. I mean, we all know that's going to wear off of Ryan in about a day or two, and then next week he'll be yeah. you know have something to rant about. Oh,
0: sure. So, Wizards yeah. will you know put out a press release or something. <laughs> 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 well, then I guess now would be a good time to do the wrap-up things. If you're not already subscribed to us at the podcast provider that you're listening to us on right now, please go. If you're listening in the archives on YouTube, then you miss this show by like six weeks. Uh, make sure that you go to a podcast provider, any major podcast provider, Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Does not matter. Um, you, If you're a Pandora guy, we're there. We're everywhere. If it's a major podcast provider, subscribe so that this show delivers to your device each and every week. If you are on YouTube, please also go to our baby channel on YouTube. It's, it's easy. It's at NerdCognito, right? So YouTube.com, just search for NerdCognito and you will find us. Give us a subscription there and possibly join us in the chats. We talked earlier in the show how the Speakeasy's vibe is totally different, completely different. And totally thanks to our Nerd Cognito Nation that shows up each and every week in the chat. So subscribe YouTube. Subscribe on the podcast provider of your choice. If you're on Amazon, you got some Christmas money to burn, go buy a shirt. Search for NerdCognito on Amazon. Uh, just plenty of ways to support the show while you get something back. That is all we have for you as we soldier on into the new year. My name is Ryan David. I was joined by Kyle and Bert, and we will talk to you next year. Be safe out there, everybody.
1: Nerd! I got nothing. Take care, everyone.